Hello, hello. This is Selena here, your host with Aligning, Igniting, and Activating Your Life. And it is an absolute honor and an absolute privilege to have you here listening to this podcast today. Enjoy. Now, (laughs) you may hear a little bit of a crunching sound in the background. For some of you, you may know and some of you may not know. If you follow me on Instagram, if you are following me on Facebook, you know that we have a hairless dog and... I have been trying for at least an hour now to get her to go somewhere else to chew her bones, but she is wanting to be right here by my side. And, you know, honestly, if you have done a one-on-one session with me, if you have done any type of group program with me, you know that she oftentimes makes an appearance and sometimes her barking may be in complete alignment with whatever is being talked about. So we are just going to roll with it. So today we are kicking off the five-part series, ah, one that has been really brewing inside of my heart and inside of my soul for quite some time, a series on sex, love, intimacy, and relationships. And I know that for some of you, this is super uncomfortable to even think about listening to, but for some reason you have been drawn, you've been aligned, you've been guided to, some synchronicity has came along and landed you here on this episode. Or maybe you began on one of the other episodes of this five-part series. But, you know, in this five-part series, I want to kind of cover, you know, what is the purpose of this? Why am I why am I sharing all of these bits of, of knowledge and nuggets and insights on sex, love, intimacy, and relationships? And really, ultimately, my goal for you is, is to really, you know, have something activated, have something, you know, maybe even triggered, guys. You know, if you've listened to anything, if you've read anything um, of, of my posts or of my work, you know that I help people to really figure out and to move through the things that trigger them, that trigger them in anxiety, that trigger them with anxiousness, that trigger them with anger, maybe sadness, hurt, guilt, shame, whatever that trigger is, and help them to be able to navigate, figure out where that originated from, and to actually heal and alchemize it so that they can move out and move on into the world with an empowered approach or an empowered emotion behind whatever that was that has moved through their life. And, you know, if you haven't dove into some of that work, you may be, you know, like myself, probably 8, 10 years ago, if somebody would have told me that I'd be able to actually, you know, really heal and let go and get to the roots of where some of that deep anger and rage is that I carried in my life, I probably would have told you that you were crazy. So I understand and I get that if you are just like, hmm, I just want to listen. I just want to hear. I, I'm not sure what to expect. But again, you know, the purpose of this really is to help to activate, help you to really start realizing um, some of maybe the gaps, some of the places where you can improve, where you can enhance, where you can start really experiencing sex, love, intimacy, and relationships on the basis and the grounds of what they were really designed and originated from, from whether, you know, your, your full belief is in God, the universe, you know, source, whatever that is. I, I honor, I respect that. I believe in all. I have felt all of all of them in my life. And, you know, we have really been deterred. We have been deterred from what really 
love is. I feel like that is something that has really been shut off, that has been closed, that has been um, taught or encouraged or conditioned to really be closed off. And the same thing with sex, right? I want you to think about sex. You know, sex is really something that's meant to be enjoyed. It is an aspect of pleasure. It is one of the highest connection points with somebody at not even just at the physical level, but actually at the soul level to be able to have this type of a connection with someone. And, you know, over the years, over through history, there has been a huge shift, a huge, you know, um, reprogramming of what sex is intended for. You know, obviously, if you think back in history, there came a point that sex really was just for the pleasure of men and for creation of babies. And, you know, could that be, you know, or is that really truly part of sex? Yes, but there is a whole other side with us as women. You know, us as women in our, you know, in our own unique areas, we have so much sensitivity down there. We have over 8,000 nerve endings when we start looking at the nerve endings just in our clitoris area alone. And so many women don't even understand that their clitoris is not just this small piece that's underneath of their hood. It's not just this piece that, you know, maybe they've experimented with a vibrator. Some of the women who've came to me have never experienced anything with toys, or maybe they've never actually had an orgasm. Maybe they, you know, um, haven't even really truly had sex with their partners because of things that have happened and occurred in their past, but they have no realization and understanding of their bodies and really the pleasure centers that are there. So, you know, in this five days, I would love for you to walk away again with this activation, with this triggering, and maybe for you, it, it turns into something that really creates a hunger for you to learn more, to heal more, an activation for you to learn more. I was literally just speaking this week, you know, with my daughter. She's 20 years old, and, you know, obviously, you know, my background has been in health wellness of any form and she said mom you know I I really she goes I think it's it's wild that you are really feeling so called to start teaching and to start educating women on you know the aspects of their relationships and really helping them to expand in a whole different side of it right this more later in life side in the aspects of intimacy and the aspects of sex and the aspects of love where she herself is also feeling super called right now as a 20 year old that was in a long-term relationship. Um, and you know, she, she, she felt that there was more for her to go and experience in this, in this life, right? She really now feels called to help other young women on really creating and really feeling into and really embodying what that is that they desire in a relationship starting out. And, you know, for me as a mom, as somebody who has been a coach for many, many years and obviously worked on and, you know, help women to work through their generational healing and generational patterns, it really brings tears to my eyes. Sorry, I get a little choky. It brings tears to my eyes to think of the generational pattern 
that I, an introductory that I have been able to create through my own, you know, sadness, through my own struggles, through my own journey of healing in these areas of sex, love and relationships and intimacy, that now she herself is already seeing this path, right? Not out of anything of negative, but really out of just this inner calling and this inner knowing that, you know, we now, you know, hey, my mom's went first, my mom has started on this journey of this healing and helping other people to heal, but I can help them now to heal before they ever get into a relationship. So, you know, I I feel honored to be able to look back at that. And I feel like this is so much of what is getting ready to start unfolding so much of what is really going to be coming um, through and coming to fruition for so many more women. We're changing the path, we're changing the trajectory of everything in in humanity and again that all comes back to the aspects of the deeper connections with sex intimacy love and relationships so the five part series this week we're going to really dive into and we're going to dive into this today but you know how were you talked to and taught about love We're going to also dive into your past partners and soul ties and how those, you know, really influence your everything from your DNA to your emotions to how you respond and react and treat others and accept and receive in your relationships. We're going to talk about our hormones over, you know, changing over the years. And that's men and women, right? The aspects also that something that doesn't get talked about much is the aspect of birth control and how that can actually change how we are, how we are connecting at an emotional level, at a DNA level, at a cellular level, at a spiritual level with our partners. We're also going to dive into juggling the aspects of being a businesswoman. You know, you know, obviously there's a huge rise of women in business. And so how do we not disconnect and, and, and end up overpowering in the aspects of diving into business and holding this weight and moving this um, the, these businesses along without the sacrifice of some of our most intimate connections and relationships with intimacy, sex, love, and relationships. But also that juggle with being a mother. You know, I, I myself over the years have, have went through this and, and, and really hit some rough moments where, you know, we get trapped in, in moving towards these careers or building these businesses and entrepreneurship that we lose sight of what we oftentimes even started for and this illusion that starts creating. So we're going to dive into that as well this week. And then we are going to dive into something a little saucier on the last day of expanding your experiences in the bedroom with yourself, with others. Some of you are saying, "Oh my, yes, we're going. We're going to dive in. We're going to expand a little bit more on, you know, what really is there for you to experience. What are different ways to, you know, to feel fulfilled? You know, I think that far too often we get into this mindset, or that we've been conditioned to believe that sex really is just intercourse, and there is so much more beyond just intercourse that really can lead to the aspects of pleasure, that really can lead to enhancing our lives and bringing more joy, peace, and happiness to ourselves. So those are going to be the five parts that we're going to discuss here on this five-part series, and we are going to dive in now to (laughs) day one. How were you taught to love? What were the examples 
that you were given on what love looked like. I want you to take a few minutes and I want you to really just think about that. Like what was the first thing that came to mind when I said that? For you, maybe it was it was your parents. For you, maybe it was your grandparents. Maybe it was an aunt. Maybe it was a sister. Maybe it was a friend. Maybe it was, you know, a moment where your heart was broken in with someone that you loved, no matter the age. I I want you to to preface, I want you to realize I do a lot of my one-on-one work and some of my guided work that I do in my group programs. We activate and we utilize the timeline. And this isn't just your conscious like, oh yeah, I know at this time I had heartbreak, right? Like this is really going back to the unconscious spaces and pulling forward where that is in the timeline at the unconscious space of where you are blocked or where you, you know, experience this heartbreak, where you experience this impression of love that maybe has, you know, created a void. Maybe it's created a friction. Maybe it's created a fear around the aspects of actually being able to give and to receive love or sex, intimacy, and relationships, right? I I feel like these are all, these are all intertwined, um, whether you are in a relationship whether you, you know, hope to be in a relationship later, whether, you know, it's, it's just this relationship with yourself. It does not matter. These things are all integrated and they all can be experienced. They can all be enjoyed. Again, with a partner, without a partner, um, with multiple partners, whatever that looks like. For I'm going to ask again, how were you taught and talked to about love? This is what really ultimately shapes your your expectations, your interpretations of what love is, what sex is, what intimacy, what relationships are. And I know far too often in households, the topics and conversation of sex are not talked about. The topics of conversation and even, you know, showing um, any type of public intimacy is not seen or talked about. Um, And the same thing with relationships, right? So many individuals have been conditioned over the years to just ignore what they're feeling, what they're experiencing, and we're not really taught how to how to process, how to actually feel it, how to, you know, sift through what is ours and what is somebody else's emotions and feelings and triggers so that we can really all work on our own to come back to this wholeness. Now, some of you are saying, yeah, I think about love. I think about relationships. I think about these things and, oh, this person makes me whole, right? And I want you to let go of that idea. I want you to release yourself of this expectation and this fallacy that someone else will make you whole. This is one of the common pieces and one of the common threads that oftentimes there's a lot of healing with my clients and something that I had to heal myself with in this expectation that somebody else is going to make you whole. Yes, can they enhance our lives? Can they, you know, bring pieces in that are different than ours? Yes, but ultimately, if we are holding this bar, if we're setting this expectation on someone else that their love, that you know, what they do, what they bring, what they, you know, allow us to experience, is what's going to bring us wholeness. We ultimately have two people in a relationship that are still longing and still not feeling whole. Wholeness really original 
originates and has to originate with inside of ourselves. So where does this strong relationship, where does this strong message that our partner is to make us whole? Where does this start at? I want you to think back to a movie. I want you to think back to the first movie that really brought tears to your eyes that you could feel this love in the story right you felt this in your belly you felt it in your heart you know maybe you wept a little bit everybody's different in where they really feel these emotions but I want you to think back to those movies I want you to think back to you know maybe a book that you read in the past maybe it's a podcast that you have listened to and you've heard someone else speaking on their relationship and you know Ultimately, it's talked about or, or given the insight that this person has made them whole, right? That this is their other half, right? Um, think about influencers. I think this is, you know, an area that as we keep evolving, as technology keeps shifting and changing, it's the same thing with influencers. I've sat back and I've watched this with other individuals that I have coached and that I've worked with. I've worked with you know, young women that are in their, you know, 16 to 18 years of age, 20 years of age, and, you know, all the way up to 60 years of age. And again, we see these relationships, we see these highlights on a social media space, and we don't realize the the work that is there, we, we start seeing this, oh, well, the two of them together creates this wholeness. And again, I want you to separate from this, I want you to pull yourself out of this depiction that those two people are creating wholeness with each other because ultimately those people if they really truly are happy I know sometimes that we will find some influencers we'll see somebody and then the next thing we know you know divorce has happened and you know behind the scenes we we don't we don't know, right? If they, and I'll tell you, this is where the true magic starts to happen. It's when each each person in the in, in the relationship is willing to grow themselves, willing to really get vulnerable with why they get so angry, where the bitterness comes from, where you know maybe it's you know finances and the struggle with finances and being able to start to openly communicate about that. That's causing this wedge or causing this friction because of this lack of communication that they are unable to you know really tap into what the example of love looks like and oftentimes whenever we meet somebody oftentimes it's a moment of you know maybe there was stress in our life maybe there was something traumatic going in our lives and this person was really kind of this savior and space to us in our life maybe this individual um you know really kind of just love bombed us at a moment that we were longing for love right we were longing for connection we were longing for you know someone to really share things with we again going back I want you to think of TVs I want you to think of movies now I don't want this to <laughs> deter you but anything that you are engaged in just like when you're sitting there watching TV I want you to think how many times have we you know given men a hard time but women we do the same thing we give men a hard time that they're so tuned into the TV they don't hear or see anything else they are actually in a trance they are actually downloading everything <laughs> that they are watching and listening to and the brain and the body 
struggle to decipher if that is real or if that is, you know, is, is fake, if that is something that is created on a TV screen, a movie screen. Same things start happening when we are reading books. So, you know, I really encourage women, if you are working on your relationship with sex, love, intimacy, and, and wanting to truly heal and, and bring back the connection pieces into your relationships that you stop watching movies and you stop watching TV for a while. Now, I'm not saying don't watch anything, but these movies that are really creating this illusion of what love, relationships, sex, and intimacy look like. We are amazing creatures. Our brains love to keep us comfortable, love to keep us safe and keep us feeling protected, right? So if we have, you know, some struggle in our relationships and oftentimes the women that come to me, you know, it, this isn't the original thing that they come to me. And some of you are saying, yeah, how did you go from working with people on their health and their fitness and working out and food and these kinds of things to now relationships. But ultimately, this is what's playing out in the background. This is really where, you know, the the healing is needed to be in order then for the rest of their health and everything else to start shifting and changing. Like it really all ultimately starts back with inside of ourselves. But again, having these you know, movies, having these TVs, having these other things playing out is what we're downloading and what we're creating the story. And, you know, if we have one foot out the door, if we every other day have been saying, I'm just going to leave, I'm just going to quit, I'm done with this, I, I can't do this anymore. If that is the language, and I'm not, I'm not saying that is wrong. That is where you are in your relationship. And really, ultimately, you just don't have the tools, you don't have the resources, you don't have the support in there to help to guide you through these these moments. And, you know, the I'm going to quit, I'm going to run away, the fear of abandonment. So I'm going to leave first, like all of these mechanisms are normal. Like you would not believe how many women experience and go through these things the same way. So if you are at one of these kinds of spaces, I want you to know that you are highly sensitive for your conscious mind to be looking for every reason to validate, to back up, and to reinforce why you shouldn't stay in that relationship, even though in your heart, you're wanting to be there, right? It's the same thing with anything else that we try to shift or we try to change in our lives what we are seeking, like what we are underlying seeking, we are going to find validation of, whether that's good, whether that's bad. You know, I'm sure that you all know, or maybe you yourself have, you know, experienced a moment where you weren't quite happy in a relationship and all of a sudden you met somebody, oh my gosh, but this is the one, right? Yet you're still in this other relationship. And, you know, again, Things will come to you to reinforce this story of what it is, right? And it, that you're looking for. And oh my gosh, this is this is the perfect person. When in reality, you are only highlighting and looking for those things, and not really looking at what else was there in the whole picture. And you know, ultimately, if we really start stepping back, if we really start communicating, if we, you know, start unshedding our own baggage, 
we will oftentimes, and I see this over and over again with, with my one-on-one clients and also with my, my group coaching clients, that they start seeing these other things that they've been looking for for so long and, and desperately wanting in their relationships, they begin to start seeing them with their partner again. They themselves, you know, just as myself, you know, when we start healing and we really start realizing that none of us are perfect, that we all have our own inner baggage, that we have our own inner traumas, that we have our own, you know, false stories and fears. And when we start feeling that, when we start really in, in listening to that, at that point in time, we start having a lot more care and compassion for our significant other in their own journey, right? I'm not saying that if there is abuse going on, like that I'm not validating any of those things. But oftentimes we can be so triggered from past things that we have seen with love, that we have seen in relationships, that we have downloaded as truths that they really create this unhealthy connection. They create this unhealthy narrative that can really be triggering and can really feel painful. It can feel like it's something completely unhealthy when really, when we start peeling back the layers, it isn't exactly as it appears or exactly as it feels as it feels in that moment. So being able to go back and start healing some of these patterning, you know, as I was saying, like, how were you talked to about love? Who demonstrated these aspects of love? I want you to realize and take a moment and we'll talk about this more in these next five days, but the influence of the generations before you, like, it's not just what physically happened and what we know, but it's actually at a cellular and an emotional level that these intertwinings and these philosophies and these feelings and these disconnections even of love, sex, relationships, and intimacy are all inside of our DNA. They are inside and influencing our bodies. The same way that, you know, the the symptoms start popping up. I'm sure you can look back and you can think of, you know, maybe in your family or maybe in somebody else's family where very similar situations have occurred from divorce to these relationships have had purpose even if those relationships there's been infidelity there's been hurt maybe there's been you know some strong dynamics of narcissism mental health struggles um, trauma major trauma that has occurred whether you know someone has been sick or ill or past traumas child traumas these relationships are ultimately what have have helped to shift and to shape what love, what the experience of sex, what the experience of relationships, intimacy are for you. And, you know, I want you to hold space and I hold space for you as you're listening to this that you don't become hardened in your heart through these relationships or that these relationships don't bring a, a negative feel or about these individuals. I want you to always remember that the people in your life have ultimately always done whatever they could at the capacity and what the understanding is and with the tools and the resources that they have. 
you know, whether it was teaching you, whether it was loving you, whether it was being an example for you, we can all only ultimately do what it is that we have the understanding and the capacity and the knowledge and the emotional, you know, understanding to be able to do at that capacity. There's nothing further beyond that, that we can really expand ourselves unless we choose to moving forward. And, you know, by being able to learn to start holding grace for those individuals, we also are holding grace for ourselves and knowing that none of us are perfect, that this is always an evolving evolving area of our life, but it is a area of our life that when we return back to love, when we begin to allow ourselves to be loved, to share love, to experience sex as it is intended to be experienced and intimacy and relationships, then our whole world will start shifting and changing, you know, whether that is from the aspects of abundance, whether that is the aspects of, you know, really just enjoying and experiencing life and and having this inner fulfillment within inside of ourselves. So with that being said, I ask you, if you have listened through this, to go back and to journal about who is that that first came to mind? Who is that maybe that, you know, as you've listened to this, has came to mind that has influenced your beliefs, that has influenced your, you know, expectations and interpretations of relationships, whether that's of the aspects of sex, whether that's the aspects of intimacy, whether that's the aspects of, you know, just any type of relationship, I would love for you to journal on that and, you know, give grace to that person. Ask your, you know, ask the universe, ask God to bring you whatever that lesson and whatever that learning is that you can take from that relationship. Obviously, this isn't in the deeper context of what I do with a one-on-one client with literally being able to guide and channel them back to wherever these moments have occurred and, and being able to bring from the unconscious space the healing and the learnings that are there, but being able to do this at least from the conscious space, which is a step in the right direction. It is a step in the right movement. The other thing that I would ask for you to really start getting clear on and, and to ask yourself, what do you really desire in a relationship? Whether you're already in a relationship or whether you are seeking to be in a relationship or whether you're just in a relationship with yourself, but what do you really desire? How do you desire to be loved? How do you desire to really experience sex? And, you know, maybe you're saying to yourself, I don't even know yet. I ask you to start opening that up. I ask you to start, you know, allowing those pieces and those things with intentionality to start coming to you and begin to begin that journey of healing in those areas. I would also ask for you to, you know, maybe take a moment and look at where in your life are you sacrificing your relationships of intimacy, of sex, of love, where are you sacrificing that by keeping in this loop of busy, by keeping in this loop of going from one thing to another thing and on TV and on social media. And, you know, we, we all ultimately, I know you've all heard this, we all ultimately have 24 hours in a day. And, 
you know, we really at times when we are deep in the busyness of life and our relationships are struggling, (laughs) we oftentimes can feel such overwhelmed that we don't have any more time or we don't have anything else to give. And there is a process of beginning to learn to unfold this, to begin to really start looking and, and feeling at what is helping me to grow in this area and what is something really that's holding me back in this area. I know I spoke earlier on, you know, separating yourself from watching TV shows that have these storylines of love and relationships and sex, stopping watching the movies that have these storylines so that you can really start creating and start embodying and start feeling into what does that really feel like to you? What is it that you yourself as a human, what is that you yourself as a spiritual being you know, as with the soul, what do you really long for? What is you? What is your calling for in this area? And if this has really activated something else with inside of you that you're saying, you know, I would really like some help in this area a little bit deeper, always, always reach out with the aspect of, of connecting with me for a consult to you know, discover if this is a fit for you as far as working with me one-on-one with you in your relationship and moving you through this. I have multiple different containers that you can um, experience this healing, whether you're really just kind of starting out or whether you're really ready to dive in fully deep into it, whether you're wanting something more short-term or whether you're wanting something a little more long-term at this point in your journey. If you are looking for a group program, I'm super excited because March 2022, we have the first round of pleasure that will be coming out. And this week, it will be at the lowest price point (laughs) that it will be offered. I will actually put a link here in the podcast um, for you to be able to snag up that price point. Um, If you would like to dive into that, it will be six weeks and we will be diving into everything in the aspects of pleasure, really helping to move through those wounds that are surrounding the aspects of you giving and also most importantly, receiving pleasure in your life. So make sure that you tune in, make sure that you check those things out. And again, find me on Instagram at Selena Traybuck underscore igniting life or at Instagram on igniting, er, sorry, ignite your life goddess. And then I am also on Facebook and also on TikTok underneath of Selena Traybuck. And that's S A L E. NA. Have a beautiful day. I look forward to you listening in and tuning in to day two.